and welcome to the Northridge Vineyard Evening Community Podcast. We're a church community in Sydney, Australia who are passionate about pursuing God together and seeing the world changed by His love. We hope this message challenges and inspires you. For more talks and other resources, please visit our website, www.northridge.org.au. G'day Northridge Evening Community. It's great to be with you guys this evening and to be able to uh, receive an invitation from Chris and Jen to join in with the series that you've been looking at on Sunday evenings called Out From The Brickyard. Well, tonight's topic, I've been told, is a part of that series and tonight we're going to have a look at the conversation around Sabbath. What is Sabbath? What does it mean for us? And uh, how do we perhaps learn how to Sabbath together? So before we get stuck into it, why don't we invite the Holy Spirit to join us as we uh, spend time together doing this tonight? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks for this evening, the opportunity to meet together online like this as a community of Jesus. And we ask that you would generously pour out your Holy Spirit on us as we gather tonight. Lord, catch our hearts, um, catch our defences, and graciously liberate us into everything that you have for us tonight in your great and wonderful love. We ask it in the name of your Son, Jesus. Amen. Well, a couple of um, months back now, it seems like almost years ago, but it was only in June last year of 2021 that Nicole and I were afforded the opportunity to have an extended period of rest. We had accumulated some uh, unused annual leave <laughs> in our work and uh, it was time that we utilize that leave. We, we were realizing and feeling like so many of us over this uh, crazy period of few years, we're just feeling the pinch of it. We're a bit tired and so forth. So we took um, a 12-week break from our vocational responsibilities um, at, at a local level and at a national level as well. We, need, we knew that we needed the rest. Our mind was tired. Our soul was tired. We knew that we needed to take some time to invest intentionally in our relationship with Jesus, in our marriage relationship, in our familiar relationship with our um, now adult children, and our you know even afforded the opportunity to spend time with Nicole with her siblings and me with mine, uh, which we haven't had the chance to do for. Uh, many years together. So it was a it was a really wonderful invitation. But um, that three-month period of rest or those 12 weeks, uh, at first it sounded like, oh, this is going to be so awesome, so wonderful. But we realized um, it's really hard to slow down and it's really um, hard to rest and to give ourselves permission and time to rest. Um, the first hurdle that I know I had to overcome with approaching this season of rest that we were given was uh, I come from a long line of uh, in, in my family of doers. Uh, I have entrepreneurial small business backgrounds in all of my families of origin. And, um, and so often uh, I kind of approached the idea of Sabbath or rest 
um, without intentionally doing so, but just with a familiar framework, I, I kind of equated it to uh, laziness and sloth, which is a complete wrong lens, I understand. But it's not until you're often in a context like um, having to have a rest that you realise the lens that you are wearing. So I had to overcome this idea of feeling bad or guilty for taking time to rest and be with God. Um, and now, it's obviously not true that to enter rest is, means that you're lazy or you're um, in, in, in some way slothful. But I had to overcome that idea. And that idea was actually um, a constraint around my life and it was preventing me from entering into um, the invitation of rest that God had for me to get to know God better and to know myself better as well. You've been looking in this series at the story of God setting the people of Israel free out from underneath the bondages of Pharaoh's rule and reign in Egypt, his um, spiritual, his political and his cultural oppression of the people of Israel where they became slaves and um, learnt to make a lot of bricks. And, and yet somehow in the middle of all of that, God continued to bless them and they multiplied and they grew as a nation of people. Um, but there came a decisive moment, obviously, where God heard the cry of the, the people oppressed and he moved in such a way as to liberate them from underneath the bondages that they were in and bring them out from a life of making bricks and into a new story, a new way of living, a new um, uh, way to do life. And even as you've been looking at that kind of key scripture and key theme together, um, from when it comes to the subject of Sabbath and rest, um, I found that I actually also needed to be, you know, graciously liberated out from underneath um, old lenses, old ways of understanding what it meant to rest and enter Sabbath and be set free to come into the invitation of the God of rest. And so for me, this, um, you know, this opportunity to take that time out was an incredible, powerful journey for me of entering rest. And there's just a few little things that I wanted to share with you tonight about um, my journey of entering rest and also reflecting a little bit more on the story of God's people in Israel. Um, Walter Brueggemann is um, an American theologian and he's written a book that I discovered through doing my daily devotions while I was on um, my Sabbath rest. Um, and he's written a book called Sabbath as Resistance. And I thought that's a really interesting title. But I found this quote and um, he says this. He says, I have come to think that the fourth commandment, uh, that's in the context of Exodus chapter 20, where God is setting the people free from Egypt and bringing them into um, a new way of living. And he gives them these commandments. Uh, the fourth one is, Brueggemann says, is the most difficult and the most urgent of the commandments 
in our society because it summons us to intent and conduct that defies the most elemental requirements of our commodity-propelled society that specialises in control and entertainment, bread and circuses, along with anxiety and violence. Sabbath, says Brueggemann, becomes a decisive, concrete, visible way of opting for aligning our lives with the God of rest. That's a really powerful quote. It was one of those kind of, when I read that one, it was like, oh my gosh, no wonder this entering into God's invitation to Sabbath rest is such a big deal because we've got to come out from underneath and um, and even out entangled out from underneath all of the things that our culture and spiritual powers that we live around uh, live around us are working hard to keep us captive to. Um, most of us are pretty familiar with the fact that we live in this cultural context and expectation in our vocations where. KPIs and goal setting and targeting are all helpful tools to get our jobs done. But in the end, what they do is they, they get sort of held over, over us as a weight or a expectation that um, in the end becomes oppressive and binding rather than empowering and releasing. And so we live with this constant expectation of, oh, I'm not living up to, I'm not living, um, I'm not being uh, generating enough leads, I'm not being fruitful enough. And we live under this false expectation of what a fruitful life really means. So Brueggemann talks about how to enter, uh, to align our lives with the God of rest is actually, a re- it requires some concrete, decisive, intentional changes of behaviour. Wow. Now, when I was on um, on leave last year, I really made a, a point of that after I read this from Brueggemann. I, I decided, okay, I'm going to make some concrete decisions, some choices to align myself with the God of rest so that I can enter into the rest that he wants to bless my life with. So let's grab our Bible and we're going to read uh, together Exodus chapter 20, uh, verses 8 through 11. Exodus 20, verses 8 through 11. So this is God giving to Moses the commandments of what it means to be his people, aligned as his people, going forward into the promise of the new way of living as a people set free. And Exodus 20, verse 8 says this, Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Oh, wow. Anyway, um, six days, God says, you will labor and do all of your work. But the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it, you'll do no work, neither you nor your sons or daughters, nor your male or female servants, nor your animals nor any foreigner residing in your towns. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth and the sea and all that is in them, but he rested on the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. Six days work, 
one day rest. What an interesting rhythm that is that God set in place for the people to come into. Um, I wonder why he was being so, God was being so, uh, it, it sounds a little ardent in his invitation to the people uh, because he's, he's really wanting to show them that, hey, if you're going to come and live your life aligned in the story of who I am as God, the God of rest, you are going to be a people who reflect who I am. And in doing so, he's also saying, I'm, I'm, I'm wanting to, um, through you, tell another story to the rest of the world that says, you have to work seven days a week. You have to work 24-7. You have to work um, non-stop and relentlessly. Otherwise, you, you'll fall behind. You won't make the grade. You'll, you'll, you'll end up with no resources and, and, and all of the fear-driven agenda that drives, drives along with that. And God's saying, no, 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 no. No, I'm setting you free from that to live the rhythm of life like I live it and that flows from me. And so come and align yourself with me. And that, that, that invitation of six days in work and one day of rest, wow, that's a big invitation to um, not just aligning ourselves to um, gain rest, but it, it actually causes us to enter into a relationship of trust. Because what we're saying is, God, I'm going to trust you on this one day, even more so than the other six, to provide for my my life, my well-being, for my family, to being a different kind of person than the madness than the, of the seventh day a week, twenty four seven world that we're told we should be living. Um, this idea of rest, this idea of making some, as Brueggemann says, concrete, visible, decisive intentional actions, uh, I think is a big invitation from God. And for you guys, as you're working through this series of what does it mean to live out from underneath the brickyard and into the promises of God's freedom and Sabbath rest being one of those key planks or key elements of a new life, um, I, I thought we might just take a moment to, together, having you know, listen to Brueggemann's commentary on Sabbath and listen to God's invitation through Exodus chapter 20 in his commandment to the people of God and through them to us, where Jesus in the New Testament, he says very generously to all who are thirsty, to all who are weary, come to me and I will give you rest. And what he's saying is, come and enter into a new way of being a human being, even as I am in my relationship with God and with you. So um, tonight, I thought, let's take a couple of minutes, it's all it's going to take, to ask ourselves, firstly, a question. Stop and think. What do the actions of my lifestyle choices tell me and tell others about who or what I have aligned my life with. Just Let's just take 30 seconds to think about that. What do my actions and lifestyle choices tell me 
and tell others about who or what I have aligned my life with. Let's give yourself 30 seconds to think about that. Awesome. Hopefully you've caught something there of a little conversation that God might be wanting to have with you guys. Now, we're going to go into an, a little activation now. And in this activation, the key question is, um, what is one concrete, decisive, intentional um, action that with the help of God, I'm going to make in terms of exiting out from underneath um, the craziness of the agendas of this world in terms of activity and action and aligning myself, coming into aligning myself with the God of rest and establishing a rhythm in my life where I intentionally take rest. And we're just going to ask God for one concrete thing that we can partner with him in. Now, before we do that, I want you to know, as, as we go and ask the Holy Spirit this, be aware of um, yourself. You know, be self-aware. Now, I, I understand that for me, um, you know, when it comes to stopping and listening and I have to approach it through the way God's made me. I don't have to ignore how God's made me. So for me, um, I'm an activator. I'm a strategic thinker. I love to maximize every moment. And I'm, I'm a relater. I love to relate to um, the people and the context that I'm in. And so for me, as I'm approaching God in this moment, I'm also saying, hey, God, uh, give me something strategic here. Uh, I want to maximise this moment with you. You've made me this way. Um, I also want to encourage you, be, be self-aware, but also maybe you need to be um, aware of your spiritual pathways. You know, um, Gary Thomas's book, Spiritual Pathways, I think you've probably looked at this at some point, but some of us love to meet better with, we, we connect better with God um, outdoor, we're naturalists. For some of us, um, we're sensates, and so we uh, love to meet God with our senses. Um, some of us are traditionalists, and we love to use symbols and icons and paintings around us to help us connect with God. Um, some of us are ascetics, and we love God in solitude and simplicity. Um, some of us are activists, and so we realise this is a, um, a moment to be able to confront and overcome and enter in. Some of us um, connect better with God by caring for others and caring for ourselves is a good thing to be doing in a moment like this. Some of us are enthusiasts, contemplatives, intellectuals. And so be aware of perhaps your preferred spiritual pathway. So for me, for example, I love if I can get 15 minutes at the beach, um, it's, it fills my tank for the next you know, week. If I can just get 15 minutes of listening to that, to the waves, looking at the water and, and, and the smell of the salt air and the sand on my feet, it helps me to connect with God like no other space does. And so maybe you need to go and find the right space to be able to really ask this question of God. Um, be aware that the Holy Spirit is there to help. He is your helper. And so the Holy Spirit wants to help us to realign our life and partner with that one concrete thing that maybe the Father wants us 
to be busy about to enter to realigning our life with him um so as we come into it be self-aware find your best pathway and be aware that the holy spirit is there to help but right now let's just take again a moment in this little activation to ask god what's one concrete thing god that you have for me in this moment to help me come out from underneath the brickyard and into the generosity of a life aligned with you as the God of rest. So let's let's pray. Lord, thank you for this moment. Right now, by the power of your Holy Spirit, pray that everyone that's engaged with this would be aware of themselves understand how they best connect with you and in through it all they would be very consciously aware of your help holy spirit so we pray that simple prayer holy spirit come help us and would you help us to hear and see what's on the heart of the father for us tonight to be able to make one concrete decisive decision and action to realigning our life with living with you, Lord, as the God of rest. Come, Holy Spirit. Heavenly Father, I thank you that you send the Spirit Holy Spirit, thank you that you're here helping us to engage with the Father and realigning our lives with him and the rest and the rhythms of rest that are in him for our life. So, Lord, as we finish up tonight, I pray that you'd bless all of the team there and all of the folk at the Northridge Evening Community. Thank you for them, that they're part of our vineyard family. And we pray, Lord, that you would continue to encourage and inspire them in all that you have for them in your great adventure, Jesus, of bringing the kingdom of God into the earth, just like it is in heaven. Bless each one of them, Lord, in the decisive concrete actions that they're choosing tonight to realign their life with you as the God of rest. And we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, friends, thanks for having us tonight. It's been a treat to be with you. Nicole sends her love and we can't wait for the day and the opportunity where we can get together again and meet face to face and enjoy each other's fellowship and the fellowship of God together. Hey, God bless you. Bye for now.